And now... We present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel game. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello, and welcome to the show. This is the last program in the present series, and... I've received, in fact, lots of letters from people saying how sorry they are that the series has to end after ten weeks. Two would have been better. <laughs> Please try and welcome Graham Garden and Barry Cryer on my left. Mike Harding and Willie Rushton on my right. <laughs> and to the delight of the teams, we're going straight into an ad-lib poem. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give someone the first line of a poem and they continue, as you know, until I buzz them and the next person continues. And now, the first line this time, who I, which I shall give to Mike. I leant upon a coppice gate which gave beneath my bulk. <laughs> and I decided to paint myself green and go round with the incredible oak. <laughs> I wandered down a lonely lane. I was alone and lonely. I thought, I don't like being on my Todd. There's only me here only. I'll go into the local pub. It is known as the Duck and Pullet. <laughs> I thought orange was the only word that had no rhyme. <laughs> You're going to ride the bullet? Yeah. Bullet. What? Bullet. Bullet? That's quite good, actually. <laughs> and so into the pub I went, with the speed of a passing bullet. Despite the fact. <laughs> Derisive cheers. They know their own, you know. They can always cut out the audience bits, and then they think I'm clever. They put some applause in after. <laughs> ah. I am recording. Oh, sorry. Uh, um... Despite the fact that I am green, I ordered a chartreuse. <laughs> the barman said, a green one, sir. I said, I'll have the puce. <laughs> so he poured my puce chartreuse into a liqueur glass. Go on, duty impossible, Mike. <laughs> I bent down to tie my shoelace and the landlord's dog stuck his nose in my face. <laughs> oh, Fido, I said, stroking him. He started then to lick. My face, I said, get away, you dog. And get away right quick. You're mad, you dog. You're absolutely, absolutely no use. He said, I'm mad. It's you standing there drinking that puce chartreuse. <laughs> right, that's very good. Barry, you, you, you're a little bit ahead now. We've gone to the point where I flick through the yellow pages and choose the profession for which our teams will provide appropriate guests at their annual ball. And I ask the teams, as you know, to stop me as I flick through. <laughs> Flick, 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 flick. Hear it? Yes. Stop. 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 <laughs> and here we are. Run, run, Finger run, flicking run. good. 
halfway into the letter S, which gives you a choice of speech therapists. W what? Solicitors, <laughs> <laughs> soundproofing, or port equipment. <laughs> Sports equipment. That's a car. Call my bluff. <laughs> what about sports equipment? What about we'll, it? Well, we'll trust you. We'll yes. <laughs> we have to announce the arrivals at the sports equipment hmm. manufacturer's ball at the end of the program. Oh, Before that, that we go on to a new round, which is called Mad Wriggle. This is a musical round in which each team will give us a folk song on a specified subject. Mike and Willie, would you like to give Graham and Barry a subject for their folk song, please? Hmm. The Lay of the Satchels. The Ring by Henry VIII. <laughs> As I rode out one morning The sky was still quite dark I found myself in Downing Street And ready for a lark I knocked on the door of number ten Then a voice inside said, Hark! Let's hope it's not cementation Cause it leaves a nasty mark <laughs> Graham and Barry, now give Mike and Willie their subject. Yes, a mandrigal, a cat. I think a, a careful catch, a paternity suit catch. No. <laughs> it's, going, it's going very well so far. Yeah. Oh, as I rolled out one May morning in 1983, a bailiff came up with a paternity suit <laughs> and said this be for thee <laughs> I said it Peter J with an A-A-A-A-A or perhaps me up it could be Cecil P I'd even put money on Prince Charles but the blood test proved it was me <laughs> Marks go now in the direction of uh, Willie and Mike there as they win that round, and we go on to sound charade. Using only the immense versatility of their voices, each team will in turn give us a charade of a play, film, book, or whatever, and the other team will then have to guess what it is or why they bothered to do it. And the answer will go up on our electronic scoreboard here. <laughs> well, White key to the technological oh, revolution. <laughs> Of course, a mystery voice, which belongs to our announcer, Peter Donaldson, will reveal all to our listeners at home. And we're going to start with you, Graham and Barry. Going up on the board now, here's the mystery voice. The Far Pavilion. The Far Pavilion. Right. Graham and Barry, will you tell the others whether it's a film, a book, or a what? It's a book and a television series. Three words, yeah. All, all at right. once. Okay. All at once. Quite elaborate, this. Middle and leg, please. <laughs> what do you say? 
He said middle and leg, please. Mm. What cricket? The cricket on the half. No. No. Stumps? Not for me, Stumps. thanks. <laughs> Follow up to Jaws. <laughs> um, the uh, jewel in the crown. Uh, oh. oh, the jewel not in the crown. <laughs> uh, the the far pavilion. Ah, yeah. ah. It's a three words. Three words. V far. Oh, v, v. Okay, well done, Mike. And it's uh, Mike and Willie's turn now to do a charade. It's going up on the board now. Here at home for you is... <laughs> Here's the mystery voice. The Little Shop of Horrors. The Little Shop of Horrors. Right, is it a, a book or a film or a play? It's a blackboard. It's, uh, it, it's a musical comedy and it's four words. Four words. You're doing it four. all at once, Ian? Four yes. words, yes. Right, all at once. Where you go? Oh, the audience are disagreeing. The audience are getting restless. The audience are getting restless. There's four. 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 There's no, sir. Hang about. I wish I'd have to use Four. Four words. Four, look. It's over. They say five. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, the computer was wrong. It's on the floor, is it? No, four, all right. Is that your last offer? <laughs> now, it's four words. We'll get it down to lentil yet. We're down to three now. <laughs> Incredible shrinking play. <laughs> I suppose mutiny by the studio audience was inevitable sooner or later, but... Uh... Well, they have mutinies on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Right. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mister, you got a packet of firelight, No. You? I want you to set a fire to me ground, really. No. Um, you... We've had a run on them. Yeah, you got um, uh, a junior garotas kit, then? No. We're out of string. I'll just take that picture of Norman Tebbit, then. Ah. <laughs> right. It is four words, isn't it? <laughs> I think it sounds like Little Shop of Horrors. Five. Uh, which, as our audience has realised, is six words. <laughs> where did the three words come it's, in? It's just that the people who shouted three live in a place where the, one of the words has dropped off the front of the theatre. Oh, I see. So that explains that one. I'm glad of that. <laughs> in this round, each panellist has to sing along with a disc, which is why the round is called Sing Along. Once the tune and tempo have been established, the sound of the disc will disappear and the panellist will be left on his own. After an embarrassing pause, the disc comes back and the panellist scores points if he's still with it. Right, we'll start this round with you, Graham Garden. Uh. And you'll be asked to sing along now, please, to Midnight Special by Big Bill Brunsey. There's a midnight special, shine on me. There's a midnight special, shine a red love light on me. You ever go to Memphis, boy, you better walk right, cause the bowels will raise you, and will carry you down, take you down to the station, where the guns are Not bad, I think that's worth seven, don't you? Right. Willie, now. Oh. 
You're going to uh, be asked to sing along with Deck of Cards by Tex Ritter. <laughs> Beautiful, this one. I know a limerick about Tex. <laughs> and if we could possibly not have any season this time. <laughs> okay, Willie. Come in, Tex. You see, sir, when I look at the ace in my deck of cards, it reminds me there is but one God. The deuce tells me that the Bible is divided into two parts, the Old and the New Testament. Speak up, Willie. When I see the tray, I think of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Ghost. When I look at the Father, I think of the four great evangelists who preached the gospel. There were Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And when I see the five, it reminds me of the five, five wise virgins who trimmed their lamps. There were ten of them. Five were wise and were saved. Five were foolish and shut up. <laughs> ah. that's a, I think that's the first time anybody's ever scored full marks. Yes. Right there with the virgins, well, you were. <laughs> so it's two to Willie as we go over to Barry Cry now. And you're, you're going to sing along with Sister Susie selling shirts for soldiers. What? Sewing shirts? I can't oh. say it. Sister Susie's Sewing Shirts for Soldiers, sung by Al Dalton. And should you knock at our front door, Mother, Mother says, come, come inside. And if, if you ask where, where Susie is, she says with a loving cry. She loves showing shirts, our shy young sister Susie sews. Some soldiers send epistles, saying they'd sooner sleep on thistles no, than the soppy Very good, very good. They're too easy, these ones. Mike, now, you're going to sing along with Gilly Gilly Austin Pfeffer by... <laughs> By Max Bygrave. <laughs> There's a tiny house. There's a tiny house. By a tiny stream. By a tiny stream. Where a lovely lass. Where a lovely lass. Had a lovely dream. Had a lovely dream. And the dream came true. Unexpectedly. Oh, you know. That's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Your plan failed. Sixes all along the line. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Right. Now, as the game has reached the... The, the, the quiz has reached the... <laughs> to hell with it. Let's get on to it. <laughs> going to play a round called smuggling. The teams will take it in terms to be either smugglers or customs officers. Team members try to smuggle illicit objects through by concealing them in longer words or phrases. And the customs officers can challenge at any time. The winners will get ten points and the losers ten years. It's Barry, it's Barry and Graham to go first as the smugglers, and your objects to smuggle through are all types of fruit and veg. Let us begin. Uh, oh, challenge! Lettuce. Uh-huh. Right. And also, in our case, we've got an aviator ingeniously concealed and um, a taxi cab age unknown. Uh, what? Oh, taxi. Yeah. <laughs> With a cabbage in it. <laughs> well, you missed the orange. 
in aviation or ingeniously concealed. Okay, carry uh, on. Now, I mustn't forget my uh, Spanish badger, Brock. Holy! <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Belated, John. I think you me. know what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Two albums here, officer. Danny LaRue, Barbara Streisand. Danny LaRue, Barbara Streisand. Cashew! <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've got a cold. Slaughters like, you, you know. You you? <laughs> oh, well, that's your lot. Um, <laughs> Where are we going to France? Again. You can hear it. I can't. We're going to France. We'll stay at an auberge. Inn, as we know. Auberge Inn. Auberge Inn. Auberge Inn. Yes. Manages a bit of a sauerkraut. I'm going with my friend Harry Cobean, and he's, um... <laughs> well, Barry gets to that party choked yes, with emotion, <laughs> don't you, Barry? I do. So we'll be going today, and may Apple come back tomorrow. What was that one? Apple come. <laughs> <laughs> right. A last resort. Well, you, you managed to get through one. Right, Willie and Mike, it's your turn now, and your objects are animals. Animals. Well, I've got a catapult from a gullible but shrewd pigment blender who was molested in the reindeer. <laughs> Who's that? That's calling that bluff. <laughs> Who's, who challenged? I did. Right, what, what, what did you... Animals to Bottom. place. <laughs> Willie, carry on. I got some ratatouille and aspic wrapped in giraffe paper. <laughs> Rat and... Challenge. What was the challenge? Rat. A rat or two. Ass. Peak. As in Pekinese. Peak. I noticed that one myself. Oh, I know. Eh? <laughs> a bonus for us then. Giraffe. Carry on. Some German ladies' underwear. Zebra. Front <laughs> the pencil. Sleep. Slip for the gym oh, and the yes. knickers. <laughs> and the armadillo. <laughs> Barry. Got that one. Oh, right. yeah. Got that one all right. Mike, carry on. For that minute, a Jamaican called Hawkins approached, saying, I was going to get a pen. Going to write to my friend, Bill the Platt. He going <laughs> to get the bus. He in the paddock. <laughs> Bill the Platt, he bus, he gone. How are you enjoying it in our country? <laughs> That's it, finished. Willie, carry on. Oh, camel hair goot. Camel. Over goot. An over goot. And a paper recorder. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was shouting at Graham. Right, yeah. A, a bottle that. of sluice gin. Close, we'll have. 80% alcohol. L. L. When I said, now you've tasted mass soup, you ill? They didn't stop <laughs> Well, there's absolutely no question about who won that one. And we go on now to a round of... Comes in a kangaroo. I was going to say. <laughs> We've moved on to the next item on the agenda, Willie. Oh. It's called Complete Speeches. And in this round, we're going to play some extracts from famous speeches and ask the teams to complete them. One mark for a correct answer and far more for an incorrect one. We're going to start now with Graham Garden. We're going to play you a speech by Margaret Thatcher. But it taught us all the right things. You know, we were, you were taught uh, to be responsible, to be a good citizen, to do things for other people. A 
and to bomb hell out of the Argies. <laughs> and to make sure your family were well provided for. <laughs> Bearing, bearing. Right, right. Which brings us to Barry, yours, which is a speech by Mark Thatcher. I'm simply amazed, embarrassed. I mean, had I known what the potential, uh, shall we say, concern um, was going to be worldwide, as you, as you say, um, then I think it would almost certainly cause me to change my judgment as far as the value was concerned. As you noticed, I got lost in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> Mike, we go on to you now. Here's a speech by Harold Wilson. Uh, it was a shambles, uh, from start to finish. Uh, that's the title of my autobiography, which is out now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Willie Ruston, here's a speech by Ronald Reagan. Well, it's time to change the diet and to change it in the right way. So I am introducing the G-Plan diet... Eat a sofa. <laughs> Let's have another round of those. Graham Garden, here's a speech by Enoch Powell. A subject which almost every citizen knows to be of overwhelming moment has been made into a non-subject. <laughs> subject on which it is not permissible to address one's fellow countrymen. But I liked the Thornbird. <laughs> Barry Cryer, we've got one for you here. <laughs> it's a speech by John DeLorean, and he's talking about his car firm. If uh, you're 10 or 11 years from the time you put your money in until you get anything back, you know, there's even not even any assurance you're still going to be alive when you get to that point in time. So that isn't the reason you do it. There are a lot of easier ways to make a lot more money. <laughs> oh, my nose has just dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not to be sniffed at. <laughs> okay. Willie Ruston, here's one for you. It's a speech by Willie Whitelaw. But if the government are going to ask the rest of us to tighten our belts, they really must set an example and tighten their own. Admittedly, if I tightened my belt, I'd strangle a large part of Cumberland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we've got a final one here from you, Mike Hardy, and it's a speech by Cecil Parkinson. I only ever succeeded on one occasion. <laughs> that many of you in the hall have shared that frustrating experience. <laughs> I've managed to get her name down for Rodine. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and we go on now to, to the point where I ask the teams for the last time in this series. Oh. To announce their late arrivals at the ball, and the ball chosen from the yellow pages, if you remember, from a week or two back, is the sports equipment ball. The sports equipment ball. What ho! <laughs> the yard balls. And their son, Bill. <laughs> Here's a novel occurrence. There's the late Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, holding an invitation that just says, Arthur C. Doyle, with his daughter, Lynn. <laughs> oh! Oh! 
Everybody welcome Mr. and Mrs. Rackett and their son Dennis Rackett. <laughs> the Dimmock family and their weedy son Bill Dimmock. <laughs> oh, there's Jock Strap with his inventor Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> That master of suspense. <laughs> I don't know whether to dash in and finish the program now. <laughs> it would be merciful. I'll give you another chance. That unpopular battery and farmer, known to us all as Badminton, and his much-travelled stud, known to us all as Shuttlecock. <laughs> There's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Slay and their ne'er-do-well son, Downhill Bob. <laughs> on the skids. From Armenia? <laughs> Mr. Mrs. On your side? And their argumentative netball-playing daughter? Dolores, on your side. <laughs> 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 the Argentinian couple, Mr. and Mrs. Tintatouch, and, uh, <laughs> and their rugby-playing Maori friend, Kiki Tintatouch. <laughs> and there's diving board. Diving yeah, good one. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Dracula. He makes a good bat. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. E. Bass and their friend from Texas, Earl E. Bass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always nice to end with a dead heat. <laughs> I've got okay, one more. Go ahead. The Russian snooker players, Ina Pocket and In Off the Red. <laughs> And with Mike Harding tripping the others to the post, <laughs> we come to the end of tonight's programme and also the end of the series. So we'll see you whenever. Until then, from the teams and myself, good night. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Willie Rushton and Mike Harding were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. Well, they haven't quite gone because there's another chance to hear that on Monday at half past six. Next Saturday at 12.27, the verbal acrobats of the Just a Minute team return for a new season. But now it's five to one, so let's find out what the weather, if the weather's intending to turn any somersaults. Here's Michael Fish. Thank you.